TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go here. We did a fine uh, baseball podcast uh, last week, and uh, I'm sure someone found it. Uh, I got many, somewhere. I got many, many emails saying where. Well, six maybe, <laughs> but uh, saying where's uh, where is that damn thing? And uh, I, we had a good conversation. I'm going to blame your producer. What Why an don't idiot. we uh, restore it and reset? You know, sure. maybe, uh, as an add-on or something. Sure. You know, we had some good yarns. Didn't yes, we? we did. I can't remember what it was. Of course, that was way back a week ago. Oh, who, who remembers? So uh, last week, the Star Trombone, uh, as they keep coming up with these ideas to fill the sports section. Had the favorite uh, sports events you've covered, right? Yeah. And I went with uh, the uh, Orange Bowl of '84, uh, figuring that that nobody else had, you know, because everybody's going to pick yeah, the '91 series, yeah, right? Everybody were, or pick, uh, you know, like I, my runner-up was the Gopher Clemson game in the triple, the Sweet 16 double overtime yeah. game. But uh, Zagoda was there, and I thought he might write about it. He did. I didn't check, but he did. So, uh, but I, I felt that there were some things that weren't going to get covered. So I I blogged out three uh, miss, missing favorites or one. And one was uh, Captain Dynamite blowing himself up, <laughs> 1978. <laughs> Uh, wait, that his... was, no, that was 70, that was 1980. No, that was 1978, yes. And I love your line about how he, he said that came to the crowd with blood dripping out of his ear. <laughs> put a little extra in it for you, fellas. You bet, yeah, Don Cassidy <laughs> said, put a little extra powder in there for you, Don. And uh, and then uh, 1980, Bobby Heenan getting put in the weasel suit. Oh, yes. But number three, I knew this one wouldn't be properly appreciated, and I saved it for Sunday. 41 Donut. Oh. And the first two got a big response. The third one, people avoided it like a social disease. They wanted nothing to do with this game. It was anything. But I wanted to ask, as a then 18-year-old Viking fan, maybe, what were you in 2001? No, I would have been 20... Because I went, to, you remember I went to that game. Oh, you went to the game. Yeah, I drove my, three and, <laughs> three of my buddies and I. Oh, that's I think right. I told you, told you this story that, before, yeah. Pat. I was it was my senior year of college. Okay. I had about six bucks in my checking okay. account. Okay. And I said, boys, bleep it. We got to go because this is it. And we're gonna this time. We're gonna do it. And and the now Mrs. Reavers, who was my girlfriend back then, looked Thought at me you and were said, insane, huh? "Are you out of your mind?" And then loaned you twenty bucks or yeah. something. Yeah. Well, I, I remember we scalp tickets pat we couldn't have been further away from the okay. field there was one row behind us <laughs> touching the top of the meadowlands right uh-huh. and i remember we i think we each spent 200 bucks to get in which at wow. that time was well, a what lot were you putting on cards what were you oh, doing yeah we were all were doing, doing cash, cash advances you know did you have atms back then oh yeah, yeah oh, okay yeah. So, so you could uh, overdraw we the four of us me and my buddy ross matt and tim we got into my <laughs> 1987 Pontiac Bonneville. So back then it would have been uh, 14 years, 13, 14 years old. And How I many, think she over was over 100 grand. She had just south of 300. She was at about 283. <laughs> oh my God. You're kidding me. <laughs> no, and, I, and those were 1990 cars. They oh yeah. weren't made to go. No. 
The 1980 cars were not made to go the distance. And I remember when I picked everybody up and they looked and they said, are we really taking this piece of bleep all the way? <laughs> and you drove it, I suppose. Oh, yeah. no, no hotels over. We, you leave well, on Saturday morning? We left. Set, we picked it because my one of my friends was a bouncer at a, at a bar down in Mankato where we were all going okay. to school. So we picked him up. Which would have been early Friday or Friday night, Saturday morning so after his shift was over, two in the morning. Exactly. So we made way. We drove straight through. Uh, we each took uh, took a turn. We got to <laughs> how much drinking in the vehicle? None. None on the really? way there. Nope, really? nope. Not on the way there. You figured that you couldn't afford to get arrested. Exactly. And then you wouldn't make the game. Exactly right. So we ended up staying at some flea bag <laughs> hotel that had one queen size bed in it. <laughs> The four of us, two of us slept on the floor, and I remember he- hearing nothing but sirens the whole okay, night. And we okay. had we found a well, case of beer. Well, you were probably beer. in Newark. Oh, we you, were, yeah, 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 we yeah, weren't far Newark away. Newark is uh, tied with Barrero's hometown, Gary, for the most dangerous city in the mer- oh, world I, at that point. It was it was a pretty rough area. Yeah. And then we ended up spending a night there. We got up early. Did you find yourself a tailgate where everybody was hospitable? We, we actually did, and for the most part, the because there's a lot of giant fans that hate the team but still go. Yeah. There was a lot. I could tell there was a lot of that kind of resentment because they thought. Oh, they thought the Vikings were going to beat them. Yeah, they thought they were going to lose, so they were yeah. actually pretty cool to us before the game. And then, <sighs> Pat, we didn't even sit in our seats, and it was fourteen to nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, it was uh, twelve fifty three to go in the first. Yep. And it was fourteen all, and they uh, the uh, Giants had run five plays, and the Vikings had run none because Mo Williams dropped the kickoff mm-hmm. after they after they cruised down the field oh. as the Vikings ten- tenaciously guarded the line of scrimmage for those runs, <laughs> leaving poor Waswa hanging out there like a idiot. And boy, were they that. That secondary was terrible. Well, Robert had, Tate was a starting cornerback. Yeah, he was a converted wide receiver. And uh, the one decent player they had was Griffith, right? The safety. Was it, and OT was on, wasn't Orlando Thomas still on the team? Uh, yeah, if he was, he was over the hill by then, I sure. think. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, because they'd, <laughs> what we'd all forgotten, because they looked really good in the playoff game preceding. Against the, the Saints, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, they looked really good. Yep. We'd forgotten that, like at four of the, I forgot four of the previous five weeks of the regular season, they got lit up. Mm-hmm. They won some games, but they just got lit up. And because uh, I remember they started that year, they were seven and one. Yeah, and then they they kind of faltered down the stretch. Eleven and five. I think eleven and five. Yeah, because they were the second seed, right? Yep. Second? No, wait. Yeah, they were the the Giants were the one seed and the, the Vikings were the two seed. But that was a and the Giants, much like the Eagles uh, a couple of years ago, had done their best to bore their opponent mm-hmm. to reach the championship. They didn't, you know, they the the Eagles basically used the same game plan the Giants did. Yep. They expect us to run. We're going to throw it all over the place, and and that's and and the results were the same, but it was unbelievable. Oh. So what did you guys do? So we did you sat get hammered down. and did oh. stay in another hobble. We were getting you? taunted on our way up to the seats, right? So it yeah. was already fourteen nothing as we're making the because we had waited in line for a beer for about forty five minutes, and so by the time we got up to our seats, it was fourteen nothing. Pat. At halftime, they felt so bad for us. They bought us beer. Thirty-four. <laughs> they thought, oh, you, because we told them the guys that were around us. I said, yeah, we we drove here, and they could tell you know, we were a couple, we were young kids that had no money. He was like, let me buy you a beer. He says, <laughs> I had forgotten this. Yep. But my favorite thing about that game 
The uh, Culpepper throws the inter- trying to hit Chris Carter in the end zone, and Jason Seahorn intercepts it mm-hmm. uh, in the fourth quarter. It was Culpepper who, unlike the rest of them, was still trying, yeah, but just not. He only passed for eighty-seven yards or something. Is that all he had? Three wow. interceptions. Wow. But he throws that interception. There's twelve fifty-three to go. Joe Jason Garrett's in at quarterback, and Joe Montgomery's in at running back. And they run Joe Montgomery eight straight times, and then they throw a pass. And then they, anyway, they run 16 plays, 14 runs by Joe Montgomery. They get to the two minute warning, and then Garrett kneels down three times, and it's over. Last 12 53, virtually all runs between the tackles. And they, the Vikings never. That's one of the great quits in the history. Oh. I mean, I know it's forty-one nothing, but and you know your you know, season's The other over. team doesn't care, so they say, "Okay, we're going to give it to our third team running back. He's going to run right at you." And who gives a damn? Let's go. And uh, God Almighty! But I, so I was hoping that you were a young man back home moping with no. your uh, parents. Even worse, Pat. So I'm uh, the the games as you mentioned the games winding down. And I looked at my buddies and I said, because we were planning on going straight home. We yeah. weren't staying another night. Yeah. And I said, should we head? And they all went, yeah, let's get <laughs> So we got in the car. And got out of the lot. Got out of the lot. And we were getting taunted a little bit more, which yeah. was fine. We, we, we expected it. We, we get in. We had the, we had the uh, whatever the WFAN or whatever yeah. on. And we were two minutes in. And he said, shut this bleep off. Because <laughs> we didn't want to listen to it. All the way out of town. So. Oh God, it was uh, oh. some of the. Uh, I, I love the uh, Madden at halftime says uh, the the great Madden quote was uh, I, I just saw it again was uh, I'm not uh, well, it looks to me right now the uh, Vikings are not uh, fully involved in this game it was 34-0. <laughs> anyway, I was uh, uh, 34 donut is not something that uh, I mean 41 donut is not. By the way, probably Randy Moss's most embarrassing day in the NFL, wouldn't you say? Uh, stopped running. He, he, yeah, he started pounding me. The game started. Uh, stopped running his routes uh, middle of the second quarter and uh, never ran one again. Yeah, but he was, did give us 41 donuts. It so was a, can't, yeah, uh, it was a pretty bad look for him, that's for yeah. sure. Anyway, that was uh, <laughs> January 14th, uh, 2001. And on April 14th, 2001... I announced that I had formed the Let's Never Forget Committee and wrote a, uh, a three-month uh, review, three-month, oh. a three-month anniversary column. And then on the bottom it said, uh, continued on July 14th. And I, I did it again on July 14th, the, the Let's Never Forget Committee. Hit, it, hit some more other highlights from that game. And then... And then Crevier was the boss, and I said, uh, what do you think about nine months? He said, no! God. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. I don't know. It, it was pre-comments. It was, you could get oh, emails. Sure. yeah. And I got dozens, of, hundreds of emails telling me what a horrible, lousy human being I was. You know, I, I still, I, to this day, I don't understand why Danny Green hated you. Well, <laughs> you know what? I wasn't as bad with Anonymous Barrero, although I did find one. Uh, when I was looking through these, that I just uh, really let them have it. 
But I also wrote a column. I mean, I was a, I'm a sweetheart today. I wrote a, <laughs> col- a column I wrote in 2001 on the fan Viking fans in February, like a month later, because okay. they were all coming up with it. First of all, they were stealing our signals. Oh, they did, absolutely then, stole their and signals. And then they justifying all this crap. And, uh, you know, and I just wrote basically wrote a column on what a bunch of idiots. So I have to ask you a question. So Denny obviously gets fired after the next season because it was a you know, after Stringer died, it it, it was a horrible, horrible season. They were what, four and twelve or whatever they were. Yeah, five and uh, they he got fired at five and ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right, because they, they didn't play that one yeah. week because of nine eleven. So do you no, think No, no, no. They got fired before the last game. Oh that's right. Yeah. That's Ticey right. Ticey coached the last that's game. That's right. It was at Baltimore, right? Yep. Wasn't it? Yep. Uh, yep. so I'm curious, do you think if let's say they lose the Giants 17-14 and then have that. Do you think he got fired? Gets fired? Or do you think it's because he just simply lost the well, locker room? But he lasted one year, you know. That's what you I'm know, saying. Uh, uh, do you well, think he would have gotten fired after that after the uh, 2002 season? Well, that or, uh, I, I don't know, but that took that changed that game changed the whole oh, it did. look of the team. Yeah. And, Change Red's level of interest, and uh, yeah. you know, because Red comes in, he thinks he's going to the Super Bowl in ninety, you know, after the ninety nine eight ninety eight season, and then he's back in there. And Red lost interest and started cutting, you yeah. know, cutting. Uh, they they did bring in, uh, they did bring in uh, uh, what uh, Pat Williams and uh, Antoine Winfield, and they, the, after that, right for Ticey, but uh, yeah. But that's all. He stopped spending money. But it changed everything completely, you know, that that complete, utter humiliation. <laughs> but uh, it is, it, it's a great lesson, though, in fandom, you know, because it was the uh, the third part was very entertaining, as, as easily as entertaining as the first two, but nobody wanted to be reminded of 41 donuts. And Kevin Seifert had the home run line of the game, correct? The uh, the tennis ball line? No, his was uh, poor. Yeah, poor. And Kevin Seifert is maybe the most ethical, oh. efficient, great beat reporter I've ever worked with. Yep. And even he was starting to crack wise. And and Waswa gave us one of the, you know, they some guy came out and did a little. Uh, quarter route, but he gave him the downfield fake, and Waswa took off down the field and gave the guy like 15 <laughs> yards to catch the ball. And Seifert says, "Look, he looks like one of those dogs chasing a frisbee on the <laughs> on, on the beach when a guy doesn't throw it." <laughs> oh, see and now it here's wasn't what... it wasn't a slur of anything no. except ineptitude. Yeah, right? so, and you know what I I've always wondered this because. There was probably a tiny portion where I was the fire breathing. I still follow the team, still yeah. love the team, but I can enjoy yes. looking back and that's part of our history, sure, part of our it lore. Is. It's it fun. Is. It is. I mean, it was. Uh, it's one of the. I always put it in my top five of greatest Minnesota games I've ever covered because oh, yeah. it's. It's historic. Yes. They were favored. Everybody will remember where they were watching <laughs> yes. that game. And most of them were out uh, out uh, shoveling snow oh. or something by the middle of the third quarter. Pat, uh, the, the best part about Viking, historic Viking losses along with gopher basketball mishaps is getting the phone call from my old man. And I remember this was very early cell phone. Okay. And so we're in the car, and he knew, you know, he knew I was out there. He had, he had the big one, huh? Oh, yeah, the, the, the long seven ex- pounder. Yeah. <laughs> and so he calls, and I said, "What?" And he goes, "Are you glad you went?" <laughs> 
And then he hung up, knowing that I And I went, that son of a... I, I only have uh, 1,100 miles oh. left to drive. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, it was It was just... How'd the car hold up? She, uh, we did We did blow a tire. Okay. Uh, so we rode the dummy tire from about... Did you have a... Uh, we had the you know the dummy oh, spare. Okay. So we rolled that. Up. And then how did we afford to buy the tire? Well, it was in the it was in the trunk. It was our. Oh, you you, you know you, you went with the bad tire all the way home. The dummy tire. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so you didn't stop and buy one. We had no later. money. We already spent our <laughs> cash, Pat. Those tires are not made for the long haul. No, you know, no. You're supposed to go like 10 miles and get a change. You, you know, know what we were doing? <laughs> Rolling the dice. That's right. <laughs> wow. Anyway, this is the uh, the baseball uh, podcast. Yes, sir. But uh, let me just say this. I do believe these dummies are going to give you the go-ahead to play town team ball sometime but they might wait another week. Nobody knows why. why. Nobody knows why. Nobody knows what's going on. But somebody told me they're category two for risk behind tennis and golf and football and soccer and all that stuff. But apparently somebody told me the same rules still apply to category two as category three. But youth baseball teams are, you know, like kids are getting ready to play. Yeah, they're they, all practicing. They have schedules. And I think... I think it's gotten political. I think they're uh, they feel as though uh, I, this is just a guess, but the walls brain trust. Mm-hmm. I think they feel as they're being defied, you know, that they're not uh, that the uh, town ballers, you know, because the, the apparently the guideline says you're not supposed to play in state or out state, and there's teams, you know, up in the more far North Dakota border they're playing, and well, teams went down to Iowa to play at yeah, Field of Dreams, yeah, yeah Iowa. Uh, Brookings, the Brookings Cubs, somebody told me, had 15 teams call them up in the last couple of weeks trying to get over there to play them. Wisconsin, there's teams playing in Wisconsin. But it makes no sense, obviously, when you're allowing, uh, as you said, you were out at Lake Minnetonka yesterday. Yes, I was. And uh, there was uh, some, some evidence that people were not social distancing and not but at least they were wearing masks on the beach on the on the water right yeah i i don't think the message they wear the scuba mask yeah. or what Pat, do, goggles, do goggles count oh that's a good point although it doesn't cover the mouth no <laughs> but although if you wore the snorkel maybe that would protect it yeah. but I, I don't think big island got the memo on uh, social okay. distancing and nobody's doing anything about it right no no it's i a, well they might be but i didn't see any type of patrol or enforcement out there at all yet yesterday mm-hmm. but th- so you you think though that they're doing this because they feel that they've been defied that's the no, worst no, way no, to govern i'm just that that's just oh, that's me spec- okay, that's okay, just gotcha. rampant but 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 otherwise it makes no sense that once again the june 6th guideline that they came up with the last time yep. still says no games but yet, uh, though but, you're going to say June 10th you can't well, that, well, that just doesn't yeah, but they don't think they're gonna i'm i think I don't think you're going to play this weekend. I think you're going to play next week. You think so? Yeah. All right. But but there's still hope. I talked to Fred Rufson. I talked to a couple other guys. And I talked to Nick Frentz, the DFL senator from uh, Mankato, who's a good guy and Mm -hmm. wants to. He's the head of the Mankato youth football. Oh, wow. So he's trying to, you know. He's you know he's obviously involved with other things, but he's he's been monitoring it, and he thinks he was trying to get the guidelines from the Department of Health 
uh, somebody told me the Department of Health has signed off on the town team ball proposal for social distancing and stuff, but the whoever's in charge, whoever makes the final decision in Walls's uh, wouldn't that be brain trust? Wouldn't that be the governor himself? Or would there I be think somebody he's, else? Uh, I think it's. Uh, or it be your I can't Gail, believe Jan with, I can't believe with everything else going on that he's uh, he's okay. in, in, involved in the day to day decisions. But uh, I don't know. But uh, it's there. You're going to play this month. But every as as uh, as uh, Freddie Ruffs, who's now the president of the NBA, and good luck to him, by the way. Uh, uh, it points out that you miss if you miss a week, you miss five or six hundred games easily. Yeah, yeah, because everybody usually plays both Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, and that's I mean, it's uh, somebody now also told me that youth baseball hired lobbyists, really. Yeah, and the town team did not, they just relied on writing common sense letters to the to the governor's You're office. You're kidding. Wow, that's what I heard. I don't know. Well, and and I, I also heard like Highland Baseball and other places, they have schedules that they just haven't announced yet, but they expect to be playing here pretty But soon. the other thing that I don't think has been taken under, in, into consideration is the fact that, yeah, if you're going to condense this, you're obviously not going to play as many games as you normally would. But half of these teams in town ball don't have lights. So you're going to be yeah. re- relying on a lot of you know fields that have it so they can play as many games during the week, you know, yeah. at night and whatnot. Yeah, well... You know, you're going to have everybody's going to be playing two on you know two on Saturday and Sunday. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know. There's no way they're going to play a full schedule. And, no. and teams are and what the leagues are. They're still intent on having a three weekend state tournament. That's where they're still hoping. You yeah. know, either one lucky break is Labor Day, September seventh. But uh, yeah, you, know, yeah, you, it's later. To, you yeah. know, if it was September second, then you'd really be in trouble. Right. But. Uh, it, the regions are going to have to decide whether they want to shorten up the playoffs and let everybody play more. Well, games. our league, the DRS, we were supposed to have a meeting tonight to talk about that very yeah, thing. I, what are you I, planning I, on doing? And I think you're going to have to just play single and limb, right? Either I mean, that, or you know, there was one idea proposed that normally we would play. There's there's 14 teams in our league, and normally you would play every opponent that's Class C twice, and then you would play Elko once because yeah. they're B. But now, now Newmark, Newmark's, Newmarket's B, 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 so. In any event, uh, they're talking about everybody just plays each other one time, which yeah. you know that's yeah. you're trying to make the best out of a bad situation, apparently. So, Elko at Newmarket, the B thing, uh, what sixteen out of forty make it or something? Well, they got a sixteen team, yeah, sixteen team tournament. Yeah. Yep, and yeah. the first. But the, who are they? Who are they in with at Elko at Newmarket? I don't. I can't remember because the regions are like four teams. Yeah, right? Elko's in it with uh, with Dundas. Uh, well, it used to be Red Wing. Oh, uh, they're in there with Meesville and uh, I think Hampton's still Class B. So Elko Newmarket are in with those those guys. Yes, that's uh, yeah. Poor Hampton. I went down to Hampton uh, last year. Uh, yeah, nice plucky players in a in a. Okay, old, you know, just mm-hmm. mediocre old ballpark. Why the hell there be? Nobody would ever, you know, I've, I know, it makes no sense. Yeah, well, that there be. I don't even think that they've tried to petition down uh, these last couple of years. At least I haven't heard if they have tried to do it. Yeah, yeah. well, they, uh, you know, sometimes you should use the eye test <laughs> instead of the points. Hey, uh, we had to do it, you know, years yeah. ago when I was still playing, you know, full time. I kept looking around, going, "What the hell are we doing in Class B?" 
You know, we're getting edged by the Rochesters and the Mankatos of the world, you know, 12 to 1 in playoff games. It made mm-hmm. no sense. So, But they do it for the most part, though. The board does a pretty good job of uh, of trying to keep the, the, yeah, the, play, uh, the play fair. Uh, Joe Krieger, who's a friend of mine, said they got to give this point system a little longer to see if it yeah. works or not because it's only been a couple of years. It's, well, it was just implemented last year. Yeah. So they, they, you know, you can't just say, okay, this is our new system and then say, okay, somebody's mad. Right. Let's not, uh, let's not do it. Anyway, that's town team, major league baseball. Here we go. You got your five team draft. You got five round draft, Mm -hmm. which is completely idiotic. You're going to, I've talked about this before. You've got hundreds of kids who are looking forward to pro careers. Some of them will get signed, but a lot of them will just, I don't drift away. In my opinion, mm-hmm. U.S. players. Uh, then you have uh, the uh, getting rid, not playing any minor league baseball. You're you're de- you're dedicated basically to having 50 players. You know, a 20, 30 players here and 20 on a taxi squad if you ever get going. Mm-hmm. And nobody, the rest of your guys, you know. They're not. They don't have any place to play. They can scrimmage down in Fort Myers, maybe. I don't know. I don't even know if they're going to let you uh, bring those players to your training camps or what they're doing. But you're you got those two things going, and then of course, as you got MLS, NBA, and uh, and uh, you know. NFL and NHL getting ready to play, you're still arguing when you have the easiest game to play. Mm-hmm. You have the game that easily can fit into the pandemic world. You have that game. Figure out how to make the catcher comfortable. And you got you got the easiest game there is. And these morons are uh, going to, you know, have not even come close to announcing a deal here. What are what is either side thinking? I, I have no idea. And Pat, the the part that I think we talked about this last week, but the part that just infuriates me is the fact that they could have owned this. Baseball could have been the sport that everybody would yeah, have been they watching. Could have been playing June fifteenth because because there was nothing else to compete with. Yes, we watched Tom Brady play golf. Yes, for God's sake, and and this could have been baseball could have absolutely owned this. And think of how many fans. And they could, the original plan playing Arizona and Florida in early June. If you could have worked out a deal, fine. Because yeah. Arizona and Florida say, "Come on down," right? You know. And then, and then to to just completely bungle this whole thing, they don't realize that they're just they're they're committing suicide. Baseball is by this. I I felt like now the Astros thing really hurt, but uh, when that exploded last fall, but I really felt baseball was bouncing back and making strides again. I I thought that with all the worry about NFL concussions and you know, various other scandals and the long-term, yeah. the long-term outlook for football. You had mom and dad telling kids, eh, go play baseball or soccer or one of the two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, certainly soccer was a big challenge with the, you know, 30 year old craft beer drinking crowd. Mm-hmm. But I thought they were making a big comeback. I think when this is all over, and they don't play, and they've eliminated the minor leagues, and they've kept 
and they've not signed 150 young athletes, and the college colleges are going to be dropping programs because of the pandemic. You know, baseball is a big number that they can get these guys can get rid of. You know, damn well in his heart, Mark Coyle would love to drop baseball. Really, I don't think it will happen because of the tradition, and they got the ballpark and John Anderson. They wouldn't do that to Anderson, I don't think. But you're going to baseball is going to be in. The worst condition it's been since uh, the strike of 95. I think when they wow. come out of it 25 years ago, I think they when they come out of this, it's going to be... You think it's going to be worse than the strike? Be, uh, well, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, people are going to... You know, they, they, they were saying that the baseball crowd was uh, had this age serious age problem. You know, the average TV viewer is fifty six or fifty eight or something. I thought that was I thought they were doing better. I saw more kids playing baseball. I saw more, you know, things going on. But uh, I th- I think this is just a disaster for baseball and the fact that they're not. Gonna, I think even if they come back and play. They've created disaster by not having minor leagues mm-hmm. to some form, by wanting to get rid of the minor leagues, by reducing the draft to a ridiculous number to save money. And, uh, you know, all they can offer after the first five rounds is what, 20 grand, right? Well, and signing, but who's going to sign for 20 grand? Well, and look what happened in the last couple of weeks when the, I think it was that the A's were the first one to release and say they weren't going to pay. Pay their minor leaguers. And then, yeah. then they changed course because they got so much heat for that, and so did Washington. But the, you can't tell me that some kid playing double A ball that's costing you, what is it, 400 bucks well, a week? You're going to pay him 400 a week, yeah. You, you can't tell me that you can't survive this. Give me a break. Even if you're Oakland, I know that they're cash strapped, yeah. but even if you're Oakland, give me a break with this. They're yeah. all make, they were all making money you know, oh, they were, well, the because big, of TV the, contracts. The big thing they, well, the other thing, the big thing that was doing well for them was the, uh, you know, their internets, whatever we call their internet. Oh, the streaming know, the services. Streaming, yeah, 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 the internet stuff was starting to make them big money. And I think they run the NHL. They run, they run you know, their, their MLB, whatever it is. Yep. Uh, you know, is is a powerhouse in the in the technology industry, whatever we call it, and uh, they were doing the NHL stuff and stuff like that. But uh, this is a disaster, I think, for baseball. And uh, just just man, the whole idea of making it an efficient business that should not be yep. that should not be the reason you buy a team. I mean, the NFL. They are greedy scumbags. Okay, yes. The owners. They're they're some of the worst human beings. Allegedly. No, no, no. They are. <laughs> okay. They're some of the worst human beings on the planet. All they care about is bucks. Their players are meat. You know, they're yep. play. They don't. You know, and dumb. By the way, they just gave them a ten-year contract so they can screw them over for another decade. And, but, baseball owners are now. Operating in the same manner, they want to squeeze every nickel out of it, cut expenses, squeeze every nickel out of it. And by the way, what's going to happen to all these regional TV contracts when we come out of this pandemic? Oh, that you know, you owe the you owe the Yankees, or you know, or somebody owes the Dodgers three hundred million a year. Is that ha- is that happening? I can't imagine. Are they going to declare to. bankruptcy? What are they going to do? I have no idea, but that's a great point because you you'd think about that. It, it, I mean, even as large of a market that L.A. and New York are, th- that doesn't mean that the advertising dollars are going to be coming no. in for this because no. everybody's broke. Yeah, it's uh, 
I got I, one other thought I had today, by the way, which had nothing to do with it, but I was driving through downtown down here. Drove through campus, beautiful summer day, beautiful early day. summer day, yep. gorgeous day. Very, nice very, day. very disappointed, the lack of a crowd. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, even summer session is not, you know, not in session. The so pandemic is even killing uh, <laughs> Driving crowds. through campus on a warm, beautiful day. Uh, uh, but uh, the, uh, oh, where was I? I was, uh, you were driving through downtown. And now, you were on your way here. All these condos that are being built down there that are half built. Yep. These huge. There's got to be eight of them easily that aren't finished right now. Mm-hmm. Huge. Yep. Good luck to you. Yep. Good luck to you, especially. And we're not going to get into this. We'll leave it to the mayor because I think he's got a topic. But knowing that you're not going to have police should uh, really uh, that'll hurt the that resale. Should, that should you know okay pandemic. Not as many people have good jobs. Not as many people have to work downtown because mm-hmm. they now have, uh, you know, they, they found out you could work from home, all those things. But, oh, by the way, <laughs> if somebody's trying to break in, call Lisa Bender. She'll yeah, take care of it for you. Lisa, Lisa, give me your card. She'll call you up. What don't did, worry about somebody, it. Somebody on Twitter said, don't worry, folks, here comes the polite police. Yes. You know, Lisa well, Bender and her crowd. Yes. Well, here's the other thing. You know what my theory on airline travel has been for Is years it take a now. vote? No. Is, I thought it was take a vote. Honor system. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Forget all this crap. We bring our boga. And, you know, what are the odds? You know, the 0.23% that somebody's bringing on something. Right. You know, very, very small. Willing to risk much, it. You know, much smaller than whether you're going to die of the virus or not. Sure. Much smaller. So I the honor system. That's what we're gonna have. That's what Minneapolis is gonna have now. The honor system. Leave your comments here. <laughs> yeah. The Leave comment your, box. Yeah, all we're gonna over have the, the honor system. You know, I'm as outraged as what I saw uh, as anybody, but uh, I still want a cop. Yeah, I, yeah, me too. And then, yeah, and, you know, and and, and, and and by the way, ninety six percent of Martin nuts. Okay. So six years ago, July first, Pat, my uh, beautiful wife and I moved out to the great city of Carver, Minnesota. Yeah. Six years ago, and I remember then the mayor said to me, "Are you out of your bleeping mind? It's going to take you two hours to get to work." Those comments <laughs> stopped about oh, yeah, about three weeks ago. All those people who are bailing on their idea of moving downtown are now looking to Chanhassen. Oh. So uh, anyway. Uh, baseball disaster, and uh, unless something happens this week, the the state of Min- I'm giving. I, I will tell our town ball friends, I'm giving uh, them till the end of this week. Okay, to indicate that you can play. You're you're reminding me, uh, or I'm going to go hysterical. Uh, after you posted your column uh, online, was it would have been Saturday? Yes. I got a text from a young man who is a. Um, well, let's just say he's a player on 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 a, in, on a team in town ball. He said, "You tell Roycey, thank you for the pub. He can be a manager for a day if he breaks this open <laughs> over the weekend that we can play." Yeah. Well, I don't think it's you know one of their problems is if anybody's monitoring it closely. Is this next weekend is like this weekend. It's going to be gorgeous. But it's huge in town team big oh, tournaments yes. and all, all kinds of stuff. It's yes. huge. And they probably are saying, oh, they got all these tournaments. We better not let them have tournaments, you know. So 
I, I don't know. I, I don't think anybody's making an intellectual decision on it. I think they're just saying. No, they're throwing crap uh, against the wall. Yeah, I think they're just saying, who cares about baseball? Plus, you know, after the whole thing, let's face it, Walls and boy knows he's going to get. Once you get beyond that uh, Hennepin Wright County border, he knows he's going to get 4% of the vote oh, anyway. So, uh, yeah, what does he care? What's he care? Right. What's he care? Just think, uh, you know, if we, uh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a political uh, nightmare out there. And uh, I, I have no idea what their motive here is, though, how you can let, you can open up bars. Yep. We're opening, we got a date. What's the date for bars? I think it's the 10th. 10th. We can open up 10th. bars on the 10th, but we can't play a ball game. No, no, And by no. the way, one of the things is, apparently if you do come back, you're not supposed to use the bathrooms. <laughs> so. <laughs> Go in the street. <laughs> so whizzing behind the tree is recommended. You know, yep. It'll make a big comeback. Whizzing behind the tree. I think it's underrated. Yeah, personally. It does. Yeah. It does. It's, uh, you know, I always enjoy it. In fact, but, the uh, the wife was very happy with me about, oh, three, four weeks ago when I taught the boys how to do that. Oh, we were yeah. on a bike ride. I said, no, come on. That's, that's part of being a kid. You get to I go pee you outside. What, when you grow up in Fulda and do a lot of road hunting, you know, pheasant hunting, just driving around on the country roads, maybe shooting a morning dove off a, a telephone wire that's <laughs> completely illegal, but drinking a few beers and shooting a morning doves off the... You learn how to use the gravel roads to their essence, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yes. That's what God intended. That's right. That's, you know what the market uh, is, Pat? It's volatile. That's it what is. it is. It is. Oh, right. Hey, 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 hey. Boy, is it volatile now. And my guy, Josh, is the guy to handle volatility. If you have questions about your retirement savings and want to work with a person that knows what the hell he is doing, we're using hell this week. Usually oh we use heck, but we figured we had to upgrade it. Yes. Do what I did and work with a person that I know you can trust. This is Patrick Ricey. Yes, it is. You need to see my guy, Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, now especially with what is going on in the markets today, in the world today, in the Minneapolis and St. Paul today. You need Josh's straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Sit down with Josh for a no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments, including your IRA and 401k. You can learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach. Heck, you can even look at those 401ks and IRAs and see how much you have in it without getting depressed if you work with Josh, perhaps. Call Josh now at 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Somebody called Mr. Money Talk has to be good.